how much are you willing to give? Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Pantry Podcast, where we serve up Jesus, not junk food. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, everything that helps us get out to more people. Mm. And today we're talking about giving. Yeah, they gave uh, marshmallows to Kalia at a Bible class this morning. And I'm like, well, at least she's getting some spiritual nutrition. I mean, <laughs> debatable <laughs> in the form of a marshmallow. But I'm I'm absolutely certain she got spiritually fed in other ways today. So she was God. definitely given to and she probably gave back somewhere. Right, right. So, yeah, so we're in this little micro season of talking about things that people talk about that have a lot like very commonly misconceived or confusing topics within the church so that if you have been there your whole life, maybe you haven't thought about it. Maybe you are thinking about going. And so this is something that might be holding you back. Maybe you have a little bit of judgment. Maybe you have a little bit of bad taste in your mouth. Maybe you have a great opinion of it. Maybe you're super happy about it. But today we are talking about giving Ooh. donations offering tithing <laughs> money i mean look if you're a farmer give it no, <laughs> no but, but you know what First you say you, you say within the church but of course you know that encompasses a lot of things but i mean right. this thing goes deep this this <laughs> thing goes into like marriages this, this can Wolf, cause yeah. like disagreements in marriage friendships yeah all kinds of things because i think we get on different wavelengths on what we should or should not do yeah. and really what we should be doing is what the bible is telling us to do mm -hmm. yet on the same note What's there's the nothing wrong with hearing something <laughs> and saying should, i can apply that because like let, uh -huh. let me there's a goal exactly. <laughs> there we go there's exactly a goal. yeah the question is like what does the bible actually say about giving to your local church because there's lots of ways you can consider giving and I don't think everyone thinks of all of these angles but there are some you know bad examples some bad apples about what has been done with money that's given to the church but there's also a million good reasons to have a giving heart towards your local assembly right mm. so for us I think we have wrestled with it a little a lot a lot a few years ago and now we're a lot more theologically sound on like what it actually says so do you want to kind of start with I, I think a that. good I think a good place to, to start with this right yeah is we get these ideas mm -hmm. you know of we actually use this in um in, in last week's uh Bible college class no 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 actually on the show oh. <laughs> with this, this verse because it actually shows it was showing like Sunday oh, and on yeah. the first day of the week oh, and all that stuff because okay. this is kind of cool it's first Corinthians 16 too right where yeah. it says on the first day of every week each of you is to put something aside Right. And store it up as he may prosper so that there will be no collecting when I come. In other words, put it out ahead of time for the collection, mm -hmm. because in that it says something's going to be giving and then something's going to be collected. Right. Um, and when we look at that, we're looking at Paul's not there just to make money. He's there to collect for the ministry. Yeah. Because think about this, when there's ministry, there are things that have to happen. Right. Uh, as we look at that, we, we go back to tithing, which was an uh something the Israelites did in mm -hmm. the Old Testament. And tithe actually equates to 10%. So a lot of people tie these together and next thing you know, it becomes 10%. I'm going to share a thought and then you can have, you know, the, yeah. off of that thought. But when I, when I sit there, I'm like, Mormons do this, okay? Mm -hmm. It's like, you have to give 10%. You have to give 10%. It's this check mark that has always been I put in place. I think they even 
there are at least some where you submit your tax form so they know how much you Oh, make, no, you do. You so that to, if no. you aren't on level, they make sure that it's known. Mama, that's not some. That's, that is that's a the requirement. Way? Okay. So a requirement is they know how much financial blessing you're getting from God. Okay. Right, right, right. Anyways, so, but when you look at this and you start to, to weigh this down, where I think I have an issue, right, is check marks. Yes. I am now saying, oh, well, I'm good, check, done. And I move on with my day. I gave 10% to my church. I, I, I made, you know, the contribution that I'm required to make. And number one, when you carry it into the New Testament, there's nothing in the New Testament that carries that thought. Right. Number one. Right. But number two, we're walking away from what God wanted to do with Jesus. Right. And that is to go into the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree. I think that that's what the New Testament is reasserting over and over is the heart issue. And you'll hear us, if this is your first time, welcome. But otherwise, (laughs) you'll know that there's this pattern with us that the answer always in some way is Jesus in the Bible, although there's always extra context, and that it's always about the heart issues, right? right? So in the Old Testament, it's revealing the heart issues and showing that sadly the law, although it is perfect in its conception, was not enough to keep us from having heart issues that manifested into sin constantly all over the place. Whereas in the New Testament, we're seeing that even those who were trying their best to follow the law to a T, still had those heart issues they were just manifesting in different ways because they knew they couldn't manifest it in Mm. this way and yet the heart issue is still at the heart of the issue and so we see that the holy spirit working in us is is getting these things done so when you're looking at giving you know the verse you have it written at the top of your notes right do you want to read it oh you go ahead so (laughs) in in second corinthians 9 7 it says the lord loves a cheerful giver now there's additional very useful context because it's going to clear up right away what the bible in the New Testament for the New Testament saint what it says about giving but the heart is the cheerful giver he loves when we willingly and cheerfully give and when it comes down to well I must give 10% then the cheer is not always there the cheer is not at the forefront it's an obligatory even if I don't want to at all I have to to prevent guilt and shame and ridicule and punishment, and that is not why we give. Right, I I actually, when you go back to, between those two verses, and we're looking at heart, and we're looking at how we give, Mm -hmm. uh, monetary is so easy. I'm not saying that it's not, you know, you might be tied on your finances and stuff like this, and then on the other side, it might be difficult. Right, right, right. I, I really like how the New Testament walks us through, especially when you look back, it's like, first of all, when we read the first verse, it's like, give your first fruit. Mm-hmm. In other words, okay, hello, finance 101, right? <laughs> what do you do? You take aside your rent, <laughs> your lights, your bills, your gas, your water, and then you put aside your savings, and then you look at the money that's left over and say, okay, this is what we have to live on. You dictate your savings, watch, your savings off of how much you're going to have to live on, how much grocery, how much this, right? right? And by the time you whittle it all down, it's the whatever is left for just whatever, incidentals, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you always, when we're managing our money, we think this way. So when God is giving us everything, right. think about this. I think that God, when I have a job and, and this paycheck is coming in and it hits mm-hmm. my front door, I'm like, what? Whoo, this is, this, this is from God. Mm-hmm. Right. This is from God. And what he's asking us to do in our tithe is to support his church. Right. Why not? 
Yeah. That that's my question. Why wouldn't we right. want to support his right. church? Find a cause in that. You know, it's like, wow, look what the church is doing. Look at the ministries that are, are coming out of the church. Wait, okay, I'm a full time pastor and I work a full time job. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard to juggle all that and still give people the attention needed mm-hmm. as a pastor. Mm-hmm. While you're working all these angles, right. in fact, we we're talking That's about it just before yeah. this, before this, I was like, how yeah. am I going to do all this, right? And I'm being real. How yeah. do how do we do all this? Uh, but when we support our local pastors, I'm not saying support me that way. I'm just saying, but when we support our local, it was so nice when our pastor got to go full time because mm-hmm. I remember he's like running a job, driving everywhere. He lives like an hour and ten minutes away. Mm-hmm. So when we look at this and unpack all this, it's like okay. How, how does this transpire? How are we getting the gospel out and how is it helping the assembly? Right, I think one of the big things that we have to acknowledge is that everyone loves free, but it costs someone to get that free thing. And we have to understand that that's just the general rule of economics and maybe it doesn't sound holy to use the word economics and the word God in the same sentence. However, he's the God of everything. and. He's the God of facts and logic and truth and math. And guess what? Everything has a cost, even if it's not financial. And so even though we come into church and there's not, and you don't have to buy a ticket to get into the door, the idea is not, well, I got it for free and I shouldn't be forced to pay. It should be, how can I help bolster the ministry Mm. to get it out? And that doesn't mean that you have to have 10%. It just means you have a desire to help and the faith that no matter what you give, God's going to use it. The widow's might, the woman who put right. in just a couple little coins, maybe even just one coin, depending on the translation and who you right. want to hear from. <laughs> but she put in all she had, but it was very, very little. Right. And the Lord was very pleased. And I'm sure we don't see what he used that for, but we know that he used it for his glory mm. and that in some way it was used for the benefit of his church, for his people. And there is so much, you know, from the little Cheerio snacks (laughs) that the kids have in nursery, to the heat that's blowing to keep everyone warm in the service, to the electricity, for the microphone, or or even if you don't, if you have an acoustic church just to turn the lights on, or hey, if you're like, well then just use candles for the candles. And they have, and if you can't always give financially, but you have a garden and you can give vegetables mm, or need, you right? have a yeah. skill something that Love we're it. doing in our community is starting to trade skills with one another right. you know so if people love spending time with kids they're offering babysitting for a, for the trade-off of like i'll eat what's in your fridge right and <laughs> love it right well, come on <laughs> right like like me i love to organize and yeah. help you purge stuff and so friends that are trying to do that are like please come over and help and these are we're like exchanging value for value So I think that these are all ways that we're giving cheerfully that aren't just financially. So redefining how we define what giving actually is, but then also just not being afraid to give, right? right? Not being afraid that that's not ever going to come back or that God's not going to provide enough to accommodate that giving. I I think that is, no, I don't think, I know, because this just came. It's like, it's amazing because, hold on, a widow, a widow gives all that she has. Now, hold on a second. What is the church called to take care of? The widows. So in reality, the money that she was putting into the box was being put in the box to take care of who? Mm -hmm. Her. Right. 
But if that money isn't there, right? Okay, so like all this, take care of the children, take care of the widows, you know what I'm saying? Like edify, build up all of these things. How do we do this without money? Now we're talking money, I'm talking money. Michelle has brought in really good points on other ways to give. Um, okay, let's say the church has a building, mm -hmm. right? Okay, if the church has a front yard, you know, people are like, well, how's church? Okay, fine. Property, taxes. Someone's, someone's trampling on that house's grass. Grass? So, so. <laughs> Time is money and money is time. Uh, if you're at a church, they're paying someone, usually, unless, hold on a second, you're giving your time yeah. to do the yard at church, right? Right. So money the money is just, I'm sorry, I, I, I am going to speak from a realistic point of view. Mm -hmm. Time is money. Yeah. Time is money. How that's produced. I, I remember coming into our relationship. I really stress this because I've always worked in a job field where we count every minute of every day and right. we charge for it. Right. And so I'm like, every minute, every day, like she'll say, hey, we should do this project. I weigh this sometimes. Good example, Kalia's uh, bed for her little doll, uh -huh. right? And I start adding up the cost. When I add up this cost, I'm looking at material, I'm looking at mm -hmm. my time, I'm looking at all these things, and I look online, there's a $40 bed, and I'm like, that's cheaper. Yeah. That's cheaper than what we're about to produce. now. Sometimes it's fun to build things with your child and all that stuff, right. and that's that's something. But when different. you know that the child right. probably wouldn't like at this level, right. right? And all this, like it's like, well, we could do other things with her yes. at the same time. She could learn how to build other things for less money. You know, there's there's right. so many things like to weigh, right? But I wanna before we yeah, go, before go, go. we wrap, yeah. I wanna go back to the verse, Second Corinthians nine okay. seven, and give the whole thing just so there's no question about what a New Testament saint, mm. which is you. Absolutely. Um, what it says you should give to your church, right? Because you're going to hear 10% a whole lot, whole lot, right? And I'm not saying that's a bad measure. That's a great go-to, right? When in doubt. But mm. you must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. Mm. So pressure, like someone having your tax form and knowing how much you make and sending you an email or casting you out of service if you do not give it, that ain't godly. If you're gonna feel guilty because the, the, you know, maybe your church gives you an end of the year giving report and you're gonna know, they're gonna, you know they're gonna know that like you missed December's payment, right? Like if that's why you're giving, take a step back. I'm not saying don't give that month, but I'm saying take a step back and speak to God so that you end up giving with a healthier perspective mm. on why. It's not that you're giving so you don't get in trouble. It's because you get excited at the thought of being used by God and you're excited that some of what he's given you, you get to give back. We're always talking about having these great gifts. How could I ever repay you for this gift you've given me? You know. That's kind of what we're talking about. So it doesn't only have to be monetary, but it also sometimes needs to be monetary. So you have to kind of just realize that if the word money leaves a dirty taste in your mouth, it says it's the root of all kinds of evils. It in itself is a neutral factor in this world. And so when it leads to all kinds of evils, that doesn't just mean using it as evil. It also means it can put greed and fear and a lack of trust in his provision in your heart right mm. at the idea of giving and so we have to find that balance so sometimes you got to come out the kitchen with the dough mm -hmm. and give up the dough 
that's in your bank account. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's a reference to the food look, for this. For this look, but there's I, faith when you put it in the oven. It's going to come out yes. better than what it is. I, 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 and there are verses out there that mm-hmm. say, look, we're, when you're taking care of the poor, you're lending to God and, and he will t- return that blessing. Yes. How that blessing looks, look, I'm not saying you're going to sit there and be a million. We are not prosperity people right. like that, gospel people. But there are responsibilities for us to discern these things mm-hmm. and figure out where we stand because I mean I will not leave without saying this first. Second Corinthians eight twelve says, For it if if the readiness is there, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what he does not have. But mm-hmm. that readiness. Yes. For if the readiness if your heart is there. Die to self, pick up your cross, follow Jesus. Hello, that just said you giving everything to Jesus, mm-hmm. which means you're turning your life, your finances, your your everything over to God and saying, okay, God, use my home, my family, my, maybe your home is just you, right? to further the kingdom. Yes. And that is the bottom line to this. How are we going to help support and be the, 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 the foundation that is also supplying the need, the, the, the giving and stuff for the needs of the church? Mm-hmm done amen amen so if you'd like to support us since we are an arm of the church you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash the pantry podcast and give a one-time or recurring gift you can also do that at your local church <laughs> and with any other minor any other ministry that you feel laid on your heart to support so until next time bye bye thanks for listening if you're fed a good meal remember to follow the show on your favorite platform The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on Spark Radio and as part of Spark Network on KHCB's Uplifted Stream.